can't get a game Shit, I got some change on me Look into my eyes, moving and ride I might just pay the fee She's cash free, She got a wig, making the block free Cash free, Can't get a game Shit, I got some change on me Look into my eyes, moving and ride I might just pay the fee She's cash free, And we're back It's your boy Dr. Shep from One Point Motherfucking Zero. Coming back across the track once again, my friend. I've walked on water. i walked on land. I got queens and kings that want to shake my hand. Who am I? The doctor. Man, welcome to tonight's show. This is the holiday edition. And uh, tonight's show is called Let's Rap a Taste. As y'all can see, I'm dressed in my 70s attire. Can you dig it? So, you know, we're going we gonna to take it back and talk real tonight, man. It's just, just freestyle subjects, you know. So that's why I say let's just rap a taste. Let's catch up with each other. I've been off uh, in New York for, for three weeks, you know, and uh, we hadn't been on air. But now we're back, and I'm ready to have a good living room conversation. As you can see, we uh, moved the uh, studio to the outside. It's a beautiful night here in Houston, Texas. So we did, decided to take advantage of that and come on outside and podcast from uh, here. So, man, I mean, what's 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 going on out there? Can you dig it? Uh, there's a lot of things that happened within three weeks since I've been gone. Uh, seems to me they trying to put P. Diddy's ass in jail. He can't keep his Johnson to himself. And, uh, and all kind of other strange things going on. And it's just so funny, man, that all these things come up when there are really real things that are happening. Who cares that P. Diddy, uh, you know, had a few boys, you know. Who cares? But I do care that he, if he had something to do uh, with Tupac getting killed. I care. But I don't care, you know, little boys, they knew what they were doing, so whatever. But they look like they trying to put P. Diddy in the penitentiary. And uh, P. Diddy trying to pay his way out. He paying everybody right now. He going to be, uh, they look like they finna all kill that boy. That's what it looks like. And uh, you can best believe if they get P. Diddy, that is going to be a host of others. Because he had them parties. Them parties were full of niggas. You know, full of full of, full of everybody. Basketball players, singers, rappers, tennis players, poets, uh, writers, uh, musicians. It was full of everybody. You did. And, you know, so I imagine when if they get puffy, he going to come with a long list. You did. So, I just think it's just a ploy, you know. After all these years, they want to figure out who killed Tupac. That got to be over, how many years that been? 25? I think that been about 20, 20 years, 25 years ago, man. Pac got shot or something like that. And now they just want to figure it out now. Why is that? Why they want to reveal all these secrets and figure out things after 25 years? 
why are they trying to uh, uh, put P. Diddy in the penitentiary as long as he been doing what he been doing? Why now? Well, I tell you why. Because they, they that's 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 what they know we like. See, it's rapper taste on it. That's that's what they know we like. You understand? Yeah, we like foolishness. So when they are actually planning to uh, shut this place down, they gonna throw us a bone. So let's tell them who killed Tupac. Y'all been knowing who killed Tupac for twenty five years. And y'all let that man live. You let him make money. You let him do interviews. You let him get old. You let the people that matter die. Like the man's mother died before this here was solved. And they knew well. They knew a long time ago while she was still alive who killed that man. But why now? Let's wrap a taste on it. They want to keep us distracted. And they running out of things to distract us with. They threw us they threw us uh, dope at first. Then they threw us money. Then they threw us cars. Then they threw us fat asses. Now when they threw us fat asses, that that stuck for a while. See, we still distracted by fat asses. You understand me? Fat asses and, and eyelashes. Ain't that coincidence both of them kind of rhyme together? Fat asses and eyelashes. Say it real fast. Three times. <laughs> and watch one of them bitches show up. Yeah, man. That's why they're telling us all these secrets. Because for one thing, it actually don't matter if the people that it matters to are not here anymore. You know? Now, a lot of Tupacers are still here. I, I'm one myself. So, I would just like to see the devil that done that. Because uh, seeing him prosecuted after all this time, it really don't, it really don't ring, you know, justice to me. Especially when knowing of the amount of time that they knew. But as I said, these sort of distractions, you have to understand, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Why you think they uh, ain't going to tell you what Jimmy Hoffa is? Because niggas are not interested in that. Why they not trying to, you know, figure out a, a, a few other of these mysteries they got out there? Because Negroes are not interested in that. Negroes would, would, would love to know who killed Tupac. Then they're going to come back here next month and tell you who killed Biggie. 
then they're going to say that the UFOs is landed on the White House lawn. Anything that, that, that just going to distract you from what's really going on. Now, what's really going on is that you should be going within yourself and really stop paying attention to what's being reported to you. Because that's how we got here in this situation of, of uh, compromise. We've all been compromised. Now, one thing I do not do, I don't listen to everybody. And the reason I don't listen to everybody is that we've all been compromised. See? Your information is no longer uh, uncompromising. You, I, everybody has been compromised. And the only difference with uh, people like myself, we understand that we have been compromised. See, it's a difference. When I understand that I've been compromised, you can just stop uh, participating. Simple as that. Just stop participating. And then you can start seeing where you were compromised at. But if you don't know that you were compromised, you will go out there and you will give your advice. You will go out there and you will stand on some bullshit. You will go out there and hurt somebody or get hurt with that compromised ass uh, state of mind that we have. We all been compromised, so I don't listen to everyone. And I try not to be one of those people who give information very well knowing that that information has been compromised. So with, with what we know today, what we learned in school, what we seen on television, what we uh, went to church, you did. What we heard in church, all of it was compromised, tampered with, switcheroo. So now, because uh, our brains have been scrambled like that, and they've been scrambled, you know, pretty good. They know how to turn us on and turn us off. So all these things that we see happening right now with all these reports of uh, P. Diddy and Tupac and all this other stuff that, that's, that they consider to be news, half of it never happened. Not just a uh, so happened to be in the presence of somebody who was uh, uh, knowledge of something that they call crisis actors. Have y'all ever heard about that? Called crisis actors. Now what crisis actors do, they uh, act out situations And scripts being written by, I'm just going to say someone. 
and half of the news that you've probably seen in your lifetime, half of those stories never happen. Because they have these crisis actors who will uh, be witnesses to whatever, house fire, crime, uh, shooting, uh, anything. And they have actors that have come in and play a part as a witness or a doctor or a police officer. And they'll do that on the news. And what you think you're getting as real live news is actually a script. And what was being reported never happened. That blew my mind. And that this is what they've been doing to us our entire our entire lives. Putting scripts before us so we can get that narrative in our head because that's all that has to happen. You don't have to be in California when the wildfires are going on. All they got to do is set some uh set a hundred feet of woods on fire, pan the camera and say that all of California is burning. And your mind is going to perceive that narrative, whether it really happened or not. And that's the technique that they're using on us today. Because you never get up and question it. You don't question Channel 15, or Channel 13, or Channel 26, or Channel 39. You don't question CNN. Now you will argue about it, but you don't never question if it's re if it's real at all. But you'll have debates about it, and you'll be matter of facts about it, and you'll and some of us are act as if we are professors in it, and the shit is not even real. So let's wrap a taste about. It. If what I'm saying is true, you might say, well, Dr. Shep, what is real? Nothing. The only thing that is real is that next breath that you will take in right there. Now, that's real. Anything beyond that I can't call it, nor can you. See, that's what we are. We have came to a point to where we have to decide what's actually real. They told us we were slaves and we all came from Africa. That was not real. That was not real at all. And for 400 some years, we've been fighting, talking about we were slaves and y'all did this to us and y'all did That was not real. Now don't get me mistaken, there were people who were put into servitude. But what was left out of that uh, paragraph there is that there was some of the, uh, most of that servitude was voluntarily. Voluntarily. 
in order to um, work your way up to owning your own land. Sharecropping is what they call it. There was no need to go get Africans from Africa when they had black folks right there in Louisiana. Covered. Covered. I'm not talking about a percentage. All of Louisiana were black Indians. So there was no need to pack a boat go all the way across the transatlantic Get some niggas. Try to bring them all the way back across the Transatlantic with all the disease, all the bad weather. These boats wasn't made of, you know. It made more sense just to take these people's shit that's already here and put their ass to work for us. That's the way it went down. So all this information, when you when you realize that we've been lied to terribly, I mean grossly lied to. We have to stop somewhere. You have to stop ingesting what's been given to you. And you have to do your own footwork. See? It's one thing just to stop participate, but then you have to do your own footwork. You have to see the signs. And when you see the signs, either you go the other way or if you want to go forward, you go forward with knowing. That's the difference. There's a lot of... It, okay, I, I, I seen a statistic not too long ago where the average person on a daily basis walks in close proximity to at least three murderers. Did y'all know that? On your daily walk through your, your life. You get up and get your coffee and you're planning to go to work. You never think about who, who's walking amongst you. So one day when you walk past one of those three murderers, there's a possibility one of them might recognize you. And, and this this is how it go down. But on a daily basis, how many times you think about that? See, this is what a, this is what his mind changes at. This is where it gets, you know, real. This is where you come out of TV land because you've been there all your life. Yep. I had a script. You had a script. Everybody have a script. I can prove it. Look at all the costumes when you go outside. Look at all the costumes when you go outside. Everybody's playing parts. Nobody wants to be themselves. The naked self that you came here as, nobody wants to be that. 
We all want to put on costumes. Let's rap a taste now. Don't get mad now. Let's rap a taste. Women want to put on the costume of a man. Men want to put on the costume of a woman. Then you got them, you know, half and half. They want, they got all kind of costumes. They want to put on. You know what that 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 thing you see in Las Vegas where half the face is a man. He turned this way and started dancing as a man, and then he turned that way and started dancing as a woman. That's that's us. They call it a non-binary uh, gender or some shit like that. We into names. We into labels. We into groups. And it's safe to say your names, your label, your, your groups, everybody is wrong. When I say everybody, I mean everybody is wrong. Because you're going on compromised information. So there's no way I can go to church and say the pastor is right. Can't do that. There's no way I can go to school or college and say my professor knows some shit. Mm -mm. There's no way I can go to Congress or legislation or to the president like they know what's best for me. There's no way. And I don't say this for you to be uh you know, discouraged or anything. But the game is rigged. And it's going to continue to be rigged until we, the people, stop participating. Now, there's many ways you can stop participating. Just think about what they make millions of, uh, uh, millions of dollars off of us off of us you can stop participating in the light program you can stop participating in the water program you can stop participating in the grocery program you can stop participating in the doctrine program you can stop participating in this voluntarily induced mental health program that they got us all in. Now, I've been in that program for a minute. I'm telling you, this it's, it's a hell of a program. Never ending. You talking about a long work day. Try to try working in your in your own in your own mind. Lights never go out. So these programs that they got us thinking that we cannot live without, you have to remind yourself that life didn't come from what we have now. It came from what we did not have. See, all these things that we have that makes life so-called easier have made you fat, lazy, and to where 
they've given us so much to where your brain is not even a use no more. You don't need to think. You can go on YouTube. You don't need to ponder. You can go on TikTok. You don't even have to have a debate on if who's right or whatever. We can, we can clear that up right now. I can ask AI. That bitch know everything. Confirmation. See? And that's why most of the uh, mush-minded young people, that, that's, that's why. There's no actual brain power that's that's needed to be the generation that they are. Everything is handed to them and all their answers are given to them. Nobody explores their own mind because we have the internet and that's the big brain of the world now. So when we ask ourselves as uh, you know, Gen Xers, what's wrong with these children? We know. We know exactly what's wrong with them. And actually, they, they've been neglected. They've been neglected because they give us too many things. I'm GNS, and I'm still enjoying things. I've raised three children, but I'm still enjoying things. And I only, I can only imagine the, what what they call uh, the, the new generation. I don't know what they call them, millennials, millennium, uh, millennials. I think they call them. Yeah, I can only imagine what motherhood and fatherhood to be like for them. They got a bunch of things. Ooh, all the things they got. So. Parents and their children, basically, shit, they grow up together. That's why there's no respect there, because it's the, like the love of a brother or a love of a sister, not of a mother or a father. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, fathers and sons, you know, they got the same shoe collection. Not a tie to be found nowhere in there. Or a belt. See, I'm GNX. I, we wear we wore belts, you dig? Y'all remember y'all know what belts are. I don't think they sell too many of them now. But there's a reason for that. Because the mind has been made mush. Okay? Let's wrap a taste on it. Because if you're a parent of that age now, you having that problem. That's how widespread it is. I can almost call it. You have that problem. You have an over-entitled uh, person in your house. And most likely, these causes are, are not, not per se your fault. I mean, what can you do? 
I told you this game is rigged. Now, even though I found out, even though I can see the playing field just as clear as a quarterback, you hear me? They still going to intercept my pass. So don't 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 take this advice, and I'm not advising anybody to do anything outrageous. All I'm asking you to do is to be aware, because awareness changes your behavior. Yes, it does. Uh, my mama say when you when you when you know better, you do better. And you, y'all know better. If you're out there dragging your ass on the ground, grinds on, looking like a damn fool, you know better. Yeah, you know better. You run around here and you didn't, you didn't, you didn't grew up well. You got two, two parents, good parents. And you run around here with your face tattooed up. And then, and, 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 and your trousers, your trousers, your trousers hanging down. You know better. You know you know better. And if you know better, do better. And as a people, man, we know better now. How many times have we been shown? No matter. How we ask, no matter how you ask, bald man, get your foot out of the net. No, nigger. <laughs> bald man, give me a break. No, nigger. Bald man, please don't kill me. No, nigger. So, let's wrap a taste on. We're going into a new year, and uh, the vibe that I'm getting is that uh, either something real, real wonderful is going to happen, or something real, real bad. And let's just hope curtain number one. But we're going into a new year. And this new year is probably going to be unlike any new year in in my lifetime. Because everything is changing right before our eyes. You don't even have, it's changing so fast that you don't even have an opportunity to get ready. You're still catching up from the last three changes that's been made. That's how fast. This existence that we've lived is going out, out with the old. The information that I got as a young man had is gone. It's out with the old. It died with the old heads. I'm the last of the Mohicans. The, the, the Generation X is the last of the Mohicans that got something that we consider to be old school and real. I'm talking from anything from grandmothers to vegetables. Because <laughs> food is not even real no more. If you don't believe me, take your time to read the package. You'll find out that your ass is eating human meat that's being mass produced. 
and y'all barbecuing y'all motherfucking ass out. You, you're going to eat a lot of human meat this holidays. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I, I told you bef- I told you weeks before you fix your plate, so you got time to get over it. You know what I'm saying? When uh, Pookie get to uh, uh, barbecuing, you, you'll forget about it. Let's wrap a taste on it then, if you don't believe me. They have been mass producing human meat for the last five years or maybe more. And it's been in your grocery stores for about that long. And they didn't tell you. But they told you who killed Tupac, nigga. (laughs) I think they dropped it on the same day. Ham sandwiches for everybody. Y'all know when that shit was... Y'all remember when the restaurants was giving them hamburgers for a dollar? Human meat food. They rolled it out up on you. Yeah. All it takes, one human cell. They do some, you know, some credible hook shit to it, metamorphosis. And then uh, 42 hours, or not even 42 hours, I think it's 12 hours or something like that. That cell has grown to be a whole side of motherfucking beef. Yeah, human beef. Yeah, think about that. When you're not giving a damn about your your health or what goes into your body, think about that. When you're pulling up to go to McDonald's, Wendy's, and all these other places, it's probably, but it's everywhere. There's no way you can avoid it. That is the new meat. Now, just think about it. Think about all the restaurants in your town alone, wherever you live. You think about all those restaurants. They shipping out meat every day. Now you tell me where a motherfucking cow grow that fast. Well, restaurants gonna pump out meat every day. There ain't that many motherfucking cows on the planet. Even if they go to uh, uh, Madagascar and get them caribou. All the million caribou that you see crossing the plain, that wouldn't be enough meat to supply the restaurants that pump that meat out every day. I'm just talking about in your town. I'm thinking about all the towns in the United States. What do a cow grow that fast? But I tell you what do. That human sandwich. Yes, sir. That human press ham, that human that human porterhouse steak, yeah. They drop that cell twelve hours. They cut off the lights, come back. Everybody eat like you have been. Can you dig it? And that's the truth, Ruth. Let's wrap on it a taste. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling y'all something y'all y'all didn't know. Go to the H-E-B and read that package. And test my game. Go over there and ask the butcher. He'll let you know. Y'all don't never talk to the butcher. The butcher gonna let you know something. Do they still got butchers? Or did they get rid of that when they got rid of uh, supper? Y'all don't even know about supper. See? 
Yeah. You got breakfast. You got lunch. You got dinner. But you also have supper. See, y'all young folks don't know nothing about that. That's what I'm talking about. See, supper is eating later than dinner. See, you'll eat dinner around 6 o'clock, something like that. But supper is eating around 8, 9, 10, or even 12. Learned y'all something just then. <laughs> yeah, buddy. These are the things that are happening while they are so-called dropping bombs like who killed Tupac and what P. Diddy did and Ukraine is and recall on all the Teslas and this is just a bunch of bullshit, man. That ain't no news, man. There are things go there are things happening that's newsworthy that that would actually you know, verify a lot of things that you probably be wondering about in your head. Things that you, you know, you've been on a conspiracy theory tip about. These things are real, man. Yet and still, we seem to be still captivated by things. Now, you just watch. Well, I think they didn't, they didn't already have just the holidays. The one they call Christmas. See? That's where you go spend all your hard working money that you done work for, cussed out folks, and been laid and took shit from the boss. You know, now you're going to go spend all that money. To be miserable exactly a day after. Now, with all these wonderful things, these wondrous things that are going on, because there are wondrous things going on, as the Bible said, that's one thing I will give it, that these times have been warned. Then at this point, hell, we don't know if Godzilla going to come out of the Mariotta Trench. Turns out, did y'all know Godzilla was real? And the last time he was seen in 19 motherfucking 80. And he lives in the Mariana Trench. Underwater. Did y'all know that? Now when I was watching Godzilla when I was a child. He was a. Probably an Asian guy. In a suit. You know. They had like a, a smoke machine coming out of his mouth or something. And uh, that was Godzilla. And I am 52 years of age. And I just found out that Godzilla is a real fucking animal. And y'all finna run the grocery stores and spend y'all money in these perilous times that we living in. That would, I, I, I'm waiting because I'm trying to, I, I'm, I don't wanna 
you know, say that things are going to be different this year for everyone. I'm really hoping that they are. I'm really hoping you get past the, the, the genre of what these people have created and, and, and get yourself to the next day after that where you, where you held your money. Where you didn't go out and buy fifty dollar bottles of champagne and you know paid three hundred dollars to see Steve Harvey in some comedy show. You know, I hope that you can fight that and get to that next day and where everybody will be in a depressive state. You can look back and say, "Well, she," you know, and then you can go catch everything on sale. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what time it is. It's time to start gathering things that of uh, that that will be of use to you in this new uh, existence that we already begin to live in. This is not nothing that you uh, you need to prepare for. It's already happening to us. We are living a total new existence. And them putting us in the house for those two years, it was like, that's when the change happened. I thought it was just, a, you know, COVID was just going around. No, man. This whole shit was being reconstructed to where when your ass came back outside, even if your eyes didn't tell you that it was different, your spirit did. Guarantee it because everybody felt it. Everybody feel it now. Everybody feels that something is right on the tip of something. Because this air that we feel and uh, the way the sun shines and just everything is just totally different. The sun looks like it's like 10 miles away. And with that occurring, that's making things happen also. Because uh, physics is a fact. The sun raises our vibration. And, and we're the only one that, that, that could be turned on that way. And, and it's due to the, the melanation in your skin and in your body. A lot of people are being turned on and they don't, they don't know what's happening to them. They feeling funny. They feeling out of place. They feeling like all of what used to be important is no longer important anymore. And there's a drive. There's a drive somewhere to go somewhere to do something and just can't put your finger on it. So my advice would be to listen to yourself. Listen to yourself very closely. Because your inner self will tell you what, what's winds on. And if anything, you know, sometimes you just got to be still. And it'll come to you. But by all means, let's all wake up. We don't have to pretend no more. You don't have to wait till you get home to be yourself no more. It's time to come back outside. And what I mean by that, it's time to come back outside of yourself. Yes, come outside in nature. 
It belongs to you. It's waiting on you because it's a part of you. Everything in your body, this planet consists of, and you consist of everything in this planet. Every atom, every piece of rain, every dirt, grass, tree, river, ocean, all, all that is right here in this vessel. So come on back outside. Turns out these homes that we worked so hard to, to, to obtain has become our prisoners, our prison, and it's poisoning us. Being in your house is actually poisoning you. Cash, cash, cut it out. Don't you see me over here podcasting? Y'all see that's my dog going crazy over there. I am outside, so I'm kind of infringing on his space. Cut it out. Stop that. So, um, yeah, come on back outside, man. The weather is wonderful out here. Because they place they place you in your own prison and 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 you don't know it is a prison because they gave you a fifty five inch television to look at while you're in there. They gave you uh, a beat beat headphones so you don't have to be aware of your surroundings, and so they can pump those frequencies of this crazy music directly into your brain. Come on back outside. Take that shit off. Come on back outside. There's no reason to be afraid anymore. You've been on this planet all your life. What's the fear about within the last five years? What were everybody scared of? That grass is the same grass it was that your father walked on or his grand, your grandfather walked on or your grandmother or your mother. Same grass. Same piece of land. And contrary to the popular uh, demand, the air is the same. But all these things are metaphors to what's on the inside of you. I'm not talking about the weather outside. I'm talking about, yeah. I'm talking about the weather in here. Is it a storm going on? Or is, it, is, 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 is the sun shining up in there? Or is it cloudy? Is it a clear day? Is it warm and breezy? Or is it cold and wet? Check the weather, man. But by all means, please come back outside. I would like to, I would love to meet you. I would love to have a glass of wine and, 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 and wrap a taste. I miss y'all. I really do. And I would love to get back out and, and have something real. You know, it's wonderful to talk to y'all here on this uh, contraption. But I would love to shake your hand. I would love to see black folks' skin shine 
in the in 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 the, in the essence of the sunlight. You dig what I'm saying? This phone don't do that justice, so it makes these things scarce. So when you see them, you don't even know how to respond. When you see real time beauty, people don't even know how to act. When you speak, say hello, how are you today? They automatically think that you want something from them. So I urge you to come back outside so we can start relearning these practices. I've never seen a time in my life, even, even when racism was at its highest, at least white folk will say, hey, nigger. Now, niggas won't even say, hey, nigga, you know? Times, times have changed, Drax. Mm-hmm. But I would love to relive when we greeted each other. I would love to relive when you could basically eat at anyone's table. I would love to relive where there were more than just your mother and father who looked after you. Now, I don't too much miss what they got to whoop your ass for. But, yeah, that came with it. I would love to relive. Having a sweetheart. Being able to walk from my house to her. With the only thought in my head is how I'm going to get to that bathroom window because it's up high. Not if I'm going to get shot, ran off, uh, killed, stopped by the police, don't come home. I want to relive that time. Don't too much care for this, uh, this, scary, this scary decade that we've been in. Or how it's promoted. But it is what it is. And when you know it don't hurt so bad. It's only when you don't know it then you learn. Then you hurt. But if you listen. If you actually listen. Then you know what I'm saying is true. We hadn't been made to hate each other. We've been made to hate the very thing that that makes us us. Nature. Nature. And you heard it before. You cannot fuck with Mother Nature. And she been fucked with terribly. I, as a man, can't walk up to a woman and let nature take its place. I, as a farmer, can't play the plant a seed and let nature take its place. I, as an infant that have even yet seen the light of day
can't come here because nature can't take its place. So you can't fuck with Mother Nature. So however she decides to show her wrath, get ready. That's what I'm saying. We don't have to talk politics. Because it's been done before. It's been done to the dinosaur. It's been done to the Egyptian. It's been done to the, to the, to the, to the, uh, uh, yeah. Everybody that was here before us, basically. See? Because you can't fuck with Mother Nature. And in all these destruction stories, somebody was fucking with Mother Nature. So, I'm only saying these things because there's no way around it. These people that we work for, that our parents work for, that their parents work for, yeah. They made us help them fuck with Mother Nature. So I don't know if some of that punishment gonna come towards us because we have been a stupid people and we refuse to rise up and take our place, our rightful place where we were before. I imagine we gonna get punished too. Now think about that. While you're going to to to, to Jesus and going on, but then you go work at the penitentiary. You treat human beings like dogs. So. I don't think that that's going to be overlooked. You did. Yeah. Yeah, you'll go to church. But then you'll go fire. you go fire somebody at their job because they walking and they late. I don't think that's, you know, if they say what, if they say what, you know, how your record get checked and stuff like that by the overseer. But these people that we, that has had us as their uh, servants and their entertainment, yeah. I don't want to get my, my channel counsel, but y'all read my mind. You did. Because uh, we rapping the taste. So, man, I, I'm just enjoying being back on the air with y'all, man. I hope y'all enjoy it. Rapping the taste with me tonight. Uh, it really feels wonderful to be a podcaster from outside. I think I'll do it more often. It feels great out here. Just a little genre of being outside and being out in nature, like I said. And you know, I can't, I can't, you know, teach and not, uh, you know, do it myself. So that's a pretty good message. It just hit me, you know, the come outside thing. And I wish that's what we all need to do. We need to uh, come out of ourselves and, and, and re-meet each other. Because uh, if you did not know it, the people that probably wronged you or that you had a certain feeling about or, you know, you might have judged them in, in a way I don't think those people are the same right now. I think they actually might be different. So you might want to actually go re-meet those people. And meet you some new people. Because I'm telling you, something has happened to us people. Something has really happened to us. 
And if you can like, just open your mind. I'm pretty sure the answer will come to you or you'll get close to the truth of things. But man, I want to welcome everybody back. Those who chimed in tonight and those that who are going to catch this uh, episode probably later on Facebook. I want to thank you in advance and pay it forward. Um, I also want to remind y'all that um, I'll be in Galveston, Texas uh, with Brother Man from the Field Flow. We're doing a comedy show down there at the uh, Civic Center, the Motor Center there on the beach. That would be on the 30th of this month, December. And I urge you, if you do plan to come to the show, I would love to see some of my Lufkin Knights and Nacogdoches, Corgan and Dieball and all those uh, places down that way, Livingston, Texas, and Corgan and all that. I'd love to see y'all come through, see old Dr. Shep get down, do his thing. But we'll be in uh, Galveston, Texas, uh, brother man. Uh, it, it'll be the uh, New Year's Eve Eve which is December the 30th. And uh, I urge you to get your tickets. And if you are planning on coming from out of town, I would suggest that you get a hotel room, which you might want to start working on now because it is the holidays. And uh, that show is going to be pretty popular because we got a, a other comedians on the show. <clears throat> uh, we got about five other comedians that's going to be on the show. And we will be having an after party. Yes, we will be having an after party that's going to last what we call until you dig. So you'll get to mingle with the uh, comics and, you know, have your good time, buy you some merchandise. I will have merch there, some, you know, T-shirts and warm-ups probably. So y'all holler at me on that. And if you need any more information, just hit me up on my little channel here, One Point Motherfucking Zero, and I'll give you all the information you need. But until then, Coming back across the track once again, my friend. I've walked on water. I've walked on land. I got kings and queens that want to shake my hand. Who am I? The doctor. Take one of these and call me in the morning. Big shout out to my mother company, Black Earth Inc. My girl Q. My co-producer, Miss Amanda. And we out. Can't get a game. She like got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving around. I might just.